Uh, welcome to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We are going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life. Intermittent fasting will help you turn back the hands of time, regenerate cells, have more energy with less food cravings. And the weight loss? Well, that will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. So head over to our website and take us up on our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Now let's get into this week's show. Uh, welcome to this week's podcast. I am excited to bring it to you today. This week, we're coming off of such a, an amazing high from Sunday's Atlantic City Marathon Series. And we had such a great turnout. We had Tina Ellis do her 5K. We had three participants run the 10K. We had Jim, Lisa, and Lisa, the two Lisas, I love those that name, the two Lisas. They did their first 10K on Saturday. But then that, that epic crescendo of a Sunday, Dylan Bakley, Ed Brown, Chris Ballard, Meredith Hamlet, and Jamie Burke all did the half marathon. But I have the privilege of one other person doing that half marathon. And we're going to have her on a podcast today. Her name is Katie Ayers, guys. And I'm excited to bring you this week's podcast. And we hope that what we are going to talk about, this conversation, first of all, I'm live here at Starbucks. So if you guys hear the chatter in the background, me and Katie, we got our cups of coffee. She's trying nitro cold brew for the first time. I'm kicking it with some Americano. Starbucks, if you hear this, reach out to me. I need you to sponsor these, this, this episode, okay? <laughs> I need to start making money because you guys are making money off of this. Um, all right, so listen, I'm excited. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about getting out of your own way. Okay, And when we talk about getting out of our own way, there's so many things that we can self-sabotage ourselves with. Our, our thinking, the things that we think about, you know, we have to get out of the negative mindset and put ourselves into a positive mindset. But how do you go about doing that? Okay. First of all, we have to make sure we have to analyze where are we in life? What, have le- what has led us to such negative thinking? Is it our association, our friends that we hang around? Is it something that we have been told when we were younger? Sometimes our parents could have been like really hard on us. Uh, some people have grown up with no parents and things have shaped our thinking from the time we were a youngster. And then we start telling ourselves these, th- these things. When I talk about our association, like if you tell your friend that you want to lose weight and they may say, well, I tried to lose weight and it's hard, then guess what? That starts to become our thinking. Well, it is kind of hard. It is easier to just give in to this. uh, The the office is having pizza today and uh, I'm just going to give in to that. But if we strategically plan our days, our weeks, our months, then we are going to be successful. 
But here's the thing. If you don't sit down and come up with a plan and write goals out for yourself, then you won't have anything to strategically plan for. So we also in today's pod, this week's podcast, we're going to uh, answer a question from Aaron Watson. OK, we, she found our podcast and she has a goal and she had a question regarding her goal. And we're going to delve into that question with Katie Ayers as well today. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my good friend, Katie Ayers. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? (laughs) I'm good. So you tried this nitro cold brew for the first time. How does it taste? It tastes good. I feel like I'm going to be very chatty, though. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a good thing because you're on a podcast. We need you chatty. We need you chatty. Chatty So um, what is it that you do for a living? I am an office manager of a medical practice. Okay. And how long have you been doing that? I have been with this office for two years. And I've been in the medical field for about 15 years. Wow. You you don't look like you're old enough to be in in any field for 15 years. So uh, good good to you for that. And um, speaking of not old enough, do you have any children? I do. I have one son who is 18. I was very young when I had him. So a lot of my time was uh, raising him. That's awesome. I was young when I had my children as well. Uh, So 18 years old. And uh, I'm I'm believing that uh, he's maybe going to college now? Yes, he is a freshman at Stockton, and he is enjoying it there. It's a great school, and so now I've been taking time to take care of myself. And that's a good thing. I mean, so do you feel as though, like, you know, putting your profession out there, you know, going to school, building your way up to becoming the professional that you are, raising a kid. Now you're saying that you are starting to take care of yourself. Do you feel as though that uh, for a long time you haven't been taking care of yourself? I do. I feel like a lot of my time was focused on trying to be the best mom for him and being a wife and running him to his sporting events. And I didn't really have a lot of time for myself. It's hard to find that balance, you know, and I I always like to make a comparison or something that's really true. Middle aged women have one of the hardest jobs out there. Sometimes you may be trying to take care of your older parents and then you also have your children to take care of. And then you're talking about having your husband and the household to take care of. So a lot of times you find yourselves putting yourselves on the back burner. And so I appreciate um I appreciate you as a person trying to take care of yourself right now because each of us as individuals have to try to find that time. You can't actually rephrase that. You can't find the time. You have to make the time, right? And so take us back to your journey, how you were feeling when you decided to start to take care of yourself. I felt like I needed something that I could do for myself that would help with stress, just helped clear my mind. There was a lot going on and my mom actually had started and I was like, you know what? I think I can do that. And it was something so that I could spend time with my mom and I just needed something to do for myself. So is your mom a runner? My mom is a walker. She has been doing it for quite some time now and I am very proud of her. (laughs) So 
what Katie is referring to is our local Keep Calm and Run to the Best You program. We have a community that we meet uh, twice a week and at a local park, and we train for 5Ks. It was originally called the Couch to 5K program, but we have built it up to so much more. And we want walkers to come join our journey, right? Because, and this is great that Katie is talking about her mother, because how many mothers out there or grandparents out there that is stuck at home doing nothing? We want to get them out of out of that rut of I'm too old to run or I'm too old to do anything. No, they love the association. They love to be able to be communal. They're not getting gaining anything out from staying home in their room. Right. So have you seen the difference in your mom by coming out walking? Yes, I have. Yeah. And so this gives uh, Katie an opportunity to spend time with uh, mom, too. And mom loves it. She loves that you're in a group, Katie. And so thank you for that. Was there like a wake up call? Was there like maybe a doctor telling you that you have to get healthier? I had always noticed that when I gained weight, my breathing was got worse. I have asthma, so I was having trouble going up and down the steps. I'd be out of breath when I got to the top. So for me, that was kind of my wake up call that I needed to do something. Wow. And so we're going to talk about your breathing. As I I, as I took some notes, I put a, a timeline here. Um, but before I get into those those timeline questions, I wanted to ask you at the moment, what are some of your healthy habits that you have gotten into? Let, let's let's talk about first your exercise routine. Then I want to ask you, do you do intermittent fasting? I do the intermittent fasting and I feel like it keeps me more aware during the day. I'm more awake, I have more energy. It helps with losing weight. And for me, it's been very helpful doing the intermittent fasting. So um, I got a chance to come to your practice uh, where you work at. Is it okay that are you allowed to say where exactly you work at so we can kind of give them a shout out? Vetner Wellness. So Vetner Wellness, I got a chance to talk to the doctor, Dr. Greif, about intermittent fasting. And what he said was basically mind-blowing, and we're actually going to get him on a future episode of the podcast. Guys, if you would like to subscribe to this podcast so that you can get notifications as to when we drop our uh, podcast. They come out every Monday, all right? And so look for it on, on Apple Podcasts. Look for it on Spotify. Dr. Greif, Katie, basically told me that he sees nothing wrong with intermittent fasting. You're going to have your naysayers about it, right? Uh, It may be IF, intermittent fasting may be a catchy thing, um, you know, a popular fad for some people. But many religious people have been fasting for a long time, you know. Um, Someone had said to me that I looked up to in the running community that our ancestors died of fasting. (laughs) <laughs> from starvation, I should say. And when I asked Dr. Greif, he said, uh, "Who? first of all, they died from diseases, right, that they couldn't cure, right? Like, you know, I don't even want to get into some of it, right? It's a little disgusting. But, yeah, they didn't have proper places to bury their dung and things like that. And they were dying off of stupid stuff, right? Um, but, and then Dr. Greif said, well, and who are these, fa- these ancestors? We don't know them, <laughs> right? So basically he was saying that he sees nothing wrong with it and he feels as though that he loses weight on a, on a 16-8, for example, right? And again, guys, we're going to get him on the podcast so he can speak for himself. But um, I just 
really appreciate Vintner Wellness because where Katie works because uh, it's like a it's like a great place for it's a runner's best friend. It has the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. There's a massage therapist there. There's a physical therapist. So if you did tweak something, someone can help you there. And um, of course, we got Katie in the office. They even have acupuncture. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, they even do yoga there. There's so many things that a runner can use. These are all like best friends to help you stay on the road. How has the hyperbaric oxygen chamber helped you? It helped me tremendously. I, there was a point where I wasn't even sure that I was going to be able to do the race because I hurt my hip. And I was going in there a couple times a week. You know, Dr. Greif was very good with, you know, making sure I was in there. And I don't know the scientific background to it, but it helped. And I was able to still do the race. When Dr. Greif was telling me the scientific background of hyperbaric chambers, all I heard was wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 and takes down inflammation. I was like, boom, I'm in. He said something about breaking up. Yeah. Yeah. He talks about breaking up lactic (laughs) acid, and lactic acid builds up in your legs. And so the the oxygen helps to get in there and Mm -hmm. conceals the, like, wraps. You know, think about swaddling your little baby in a little blanket, right? That's the the inflammation is like a little baby screaming. And then when you swallow it, it starts to calm down, right? Yes. yes. And so, so Katie's hip, my knee had that screaming inflammation going crazy in there. And then it's like that oxygen gets into your body and swallows it up. And then like I was not limping two hours after getting yeah. out of the oxygen yeah. chamber. It's amazing. It really is. <laughs> and, and so I love how you said that intermittent fasting has been helping you to um, lose weight. It's been helping you to have mental focus for your job. Is your job, like, demanding? It is. It's a lot. Um, I don't know. It's, you know, just crazy busy all day. <laughs> so, so you do a lot of processing in the office, and your brain is constantly has to be alert for that, you know, people on the yep. phone, everything. So <clears throat> what is your exercise routine currently? Currently, I do the running program twice a week with a group and I do one day on my own. I also have a gym membership, however, I haven't been going as much as I should, but doing the half marathon that we just did, I realized I need to start doing some strength training as well. So I hope to get back to a regiment with that and just doing both. I'm glad that you mentioned that. And for our listeners out there, and I hope a lot of our local run group members are listeners of the show as well. And here's the message that I want to relay that maybe I haven't been relaying as much. Cross training is imperative. I originally read the book, Run Less, Run Faster, that talked about only running three days a week because runners, especially marathoners, they love to run. They're out there six, seven days a week. However, that is too much pounding on your body. Now, for any individual that wants to go the distance, you want to become faster at the 5Ks, you got to become faster at the one-mile runs. But you also, how do you become faster at the one-mile runs? You have to do some cross-training. You have to build up your legs, right? What I learned, Katie, from my injury is that my Atlantic City half marathon time was not as good as I wanted it to because I wasn't, not only because I wasn't totally healed from my injury, but because I started experiencing muscle weakness. Yes. 
And so, and so cross training, you going to the gym and doing some legs, having a leg day, maybe doing exercise, bike, spin class. Um, you know, you got another exercise out there, yoga, you got, what other, what other things do you like to do at the gym? I actually like the step classes. Yeah. It changes it up a little bit. You're still using your leg muscles, but it's, I feel like a different group of muscles and it's fun. I did, uh. I did a beach body workout yesterday. Sean T has a Transform 20, and it's all about using the steps. So that's the way I'm going to use to build up my legs. I did my fastest 5K as an adult when I was doing uh, – what's, what's Sean T's first? Uh, no, that P, P90X, that's, uh, that's uh, Tony Horton. Uh, insanity, insanity. I did my first, I did my fastest 5K, and that was a long time ago yeah. that I PR'd, right? Yeah. And I haven't touched that since. Mm-hmm. That just goes to show you that it's not all about running. Now, do your three days, but when I read that book, uh, Run Less, Run Faster, it's three, two, one. So the three is run three days a week instead of six, run and work out twice a week, and then have one day of recovery. So you don't have to be killing it like six, seven days a week, but you could do two 30-minute classes, two, two one-hour classes. Yes. Um, let's, let's go into our uh, next question here, and that will be – one second. How does your family enjoy the new you? I think that with the running, I've become – less agitated, nicer person. So I feel like they're benefiting from it. I don't get upset about stupid stuff. And I feel like overall my attitude is more positive and I feel better. So I feel like I treat people better. (laughs) That's awesome. There was times when you, on numerous occasions, talked about this is your medicine. Yes, this is my therapy. This for me clears my head. Whatever was bothering me, I it just goes out of my head running. And I like to make that, you know, declaration too. You know, I I, I perhaps would be on medication if I didn't go for a run, right? And and so <clears throat> again, guys, nothing wrong with you if you are on depression medication, things like that. However, doing your exercise is a way to fight off depression. It's a, it's a way to create endorphins in your mind, uh, release dopamine, which is a drug within itself, the happy endorphins and dopamine that, that you get from exercise. So therefore, you can wake up in the morning and set yourself up for a beautiful day that way. Yes. All right. So, you know, you talked about uh, breathing issues, yes. right? I want to go through this timeline with you. And after we go through this timeline, we'll take a commercial break and we'll come back and answer some more questions, right? And one of the questions from Aaron Watson. But let's, let's go over this timeline. September 2018. That's when you first started yes. the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You program. You had breathing issues. I did. Right? Yes. Um, you used to have an asthma pump and you felt that yes. you couldn't. How did you feel when trying to run 5Ks before? I had a really hard time. I couldn't do it. I it took me over I want to say close to 50 minutes to do my the first actual 5k I did and Be- before really, before our group yes, before the group and I just had a really hard time breathing through it. That was my issue. So what what motivated you? I think you talked about it before, but what really motivated you to join the webinar that I did 
and you actually signing up to the group? I was kind of following it. Like I said, my mom was doing it, so I would see posts, and I just saw how different it helped. It helped people. It made a difference in their life, and I didn't think I could do it, but seeing other people do it really helped, and eventually I just decided to take the leap and sign up. Don't you have people on your social media in your comments saying, like, I wish I was like you? Yes. And I felt that way when I first joined. These people were inspiring, and it just gives you that little motivation that you need to take that leap. We had someone in the group, uh, someone visit our group yesterday. Uh, She put in a a raffle slip at the expo. Uh, Her husband did for her, actually. And so they came to the group last night to pick up a shirt because he purchased a shirt. And she... uh, She originally said that she wouldn't be interested in joining the program. But when I told her about the walkers, she said, maybe I would do that. And she came and I reached out to her today and she said that your group was so inspiring. Like, you know, basically, she basically said that she glad she was able to witness it in person. Words through text is just not enough, right? Yes. Yeah, you have to experience it. Everybody is so kind and inspiring, and we all encourage each other, and that is what makes the group so good to be a part of. And it's not just for local members, is it? No. We have online participants, and there's just as much motivation online as there is in person. So if you guys visit runtothebestyou.com and check out our three different tiers, um, you know, whether you just want to sign up to our accountability group, take the seven day challenge. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, If you want to be an online participant like Danielle, like Aaron from New York, and we got a couple of new people that's been hopping on. So it's exciting to see the energy. So that motivation, right? Our program was Couch to 5K kickoff meeting, sign up to a 12-week program. But then in 2018, I decided to do this webinar. You guys signed up for a 12-week um, race that was going to help get you ready for like Thanksgiving Day run or New Year's Day run. However, you it, no, this that, that class that you signed up to was going to get you for New Year's. Yep. But you actually did the race in seven weeks. Why? Because you're an awesome coach. <laughs> I was... I, the turkey trot was exciting for me. I, had, I wanted to try it, and a couple other people had signed up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. You and Janelle both said, you know, you had Janelle. It was three people in your yeah. class. Um, one person couldn't continue on, but Janelle said, Coach, do you think I can do this? In seven, you know, it's only seven weeks. And I said, absolutely. Yeah. I gave you guys both a run, walk, run strategy. And how has that been working for you? It's awesome. Life-changing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. It really is because I always say I plant the seeds of belief that you can yeah. do it. And with the run, walk, run strategy, mm-hmm. it's, it's been going. Listen, let me tell you something. You, would never, you, might, you wasn't there last night. But we've had two people. They're only in week three. With the run, walk, run, I had them do the whole bridge last night. That's amazing. <laughs> That's unreal. I, w- I don't believe it. I, don't, I wasn't there. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here it is. We helped That's you. Awesome. Here it is. We helped you run. Yeah. And you were our first people. Now you added yeah. to our story. We, we say create memories with us. And so we say, uh, like, this is a memory that we'll never forget that we helped Katie and Janelle run, a- after, run their first 5K in only seven weeks. And now because of you, 
you know, more seeds ha- are being planted and Nicole Rowe comes in and Nicole, I mean, I'm sorry, Nicole and Kristen comes in and I said, Nicole, like you look like you can run this race already. You know what I'm saying? And here's the run, walk, run strategy for you. And sure enough, Nicole comes around in, in a, an amazing time. She got an amazing time. And then not too far behind her was Kristen. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, and so that leads us next to April. Going through this timeline here. Now it's April. You're deciding to sign up for the uh, 7K. Yes. And you had Kane with you, right? You decided to run. You decided to run all through the winter. Speaking of speaking of you being a nicer person at home, uh, you were thinking about taking some time off in the winter, but what happened? My husband convinced me to keep doing it because it was helping that much. <laughs> <laughs> he broke out the checkbook. Boom. He said, you're in it. So she said, I was thinking about dropping out, but uh, my husband wouldn't let me. So uh, I'm in. Right. And so because of you, uh, Chrissy, you know, Chrissy came and she did. The, we had her Chris Ballard on episode 19. Guys, go back and listen to the, the Chris Ballard story. Uh, Katie and Chris, they kept coming out all winter long early 2019 and because of that we had a a fruitful spring and now like look at all the 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 produce that's you guys did this half marathon on sunday man i never thought ever that i would be able to do it (laughs) you you uh in april you did the 7k and we talked about we talked about you were a little disappointed because at the time you was like you know what i should have signed up for the 11k uh who surprised you at the water station coach (laughs) I was so surprised to see him and that just gave me a little extra pep in my step and the 7k seemed like it was nothing I never volunteered at the water station a day in my life and I got there early and I said I'm going to surprise Katie and Kane and show up and uh, I had a good I had a good time there Um, but that was the start of the triple threat and you know next was the June five miler uh, what made you sign up for that? That was in Atlantic City, part on the boardwalk, and at the last bit was a little bit on the beach. It was different. It was really hot, and I was a little nervous, but we got through it, and it was good. Having goals throughout the year, setting our vision, setting our sights for what's next, what's next. It keeps you, you know, before, Katie, I would be a person that says, it's getting too hot, so I'm not going to run, yeah. right? Did you feel like that? I did feel like that. I feel like uh, the the heat was a little tough for me. I feel like I did a lot better during the cold, believe it or not. Um, but we got through it. You know, now we've really adopted a all-year-round running schedule, basically. You know what I'm saying? And having something on the calendar marked off helps you. Katie, I remember going back to New Year's Day race, and I remember someone invited you to go on like an overnight, you know, cruise, yeah. you know, a little party. Yeah. And you told them originally, yes. Yeah. But then you said, oh, wait, I have a 5K on the schedule. Because I had signed up in advance, I had completely forgotten about it. And they were, it was actually a bus trip that they wanted to do. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. And then I realized, oh, no, I signed up for this. And I already had committed. And I'm glad that I stuck to it and did it. Now, because of that decision, yep. that was a decision. You got out of your own way. Let's, let's go back to that theme a little bit, getting out of your own way. Yep. Um, you had a dress that you, you wanted set aside that you wanted to get into. Yes, I did. 
were you able to get into it? I was able to get into it, and I felt a lot more comfortable in it. And, and perhaps if you went on that trip, had a little bit too much to drink, got puffy, that that dress would have had to wait a little bit longer, Correct. right? So yeah. proud of you, super proud of you for doing that. And we did the five mile together in June. Yeah. Lisa Gallagher shows up, right? Who is Lisa Gallagher? Lisa Gallagher is a member of our run group. And um, she's been there since... Since June, but she came because of you, I think. Yeah, yeah. I had known her through other things, and I guess she saw what I was doing, and it inspired her a little bit. And she, she's been absolutely killing it. She, she's like the Energizer Bunny, right? These little legs just go. Yeah. She's fast, right? And so <laughs> then you decided to sign up. Now, that triple threat, did you ever... Did I plant seeds in that? Like, hey, since you did the 7K, why don't you do the five miles so we can get the triple thread? Yes. yes. Okay, that's how that went, right? Yep. But you were not committed to the Atlantic City Marathon early on. Why not? I just, in my mind, I felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like it was too long. I would never be able to finish a half marathon. And it was kind of, I guess, my mind playing games on me. <laughs> but something changed. Summertime came, you continued to, you started working on it in June, late June, early July, you started working on it, but then you decided to sign up in August. What made you go ahead and push that button and break out that credit card and pay for it? Uh, There were other people in the group and that helped. And without them saying they were going to do it, I don't think that I would have done it, to be honest with you. So you were in your own head for, for a while with that. positive motivation let me tell you something about positive motivation when you were that there's a thing called peer pressure and it can lead you to do drugs and alcohol or there's positive peer pressure that help you to do something that you didn't think was possible just think back to when you were a kid tying like if you went to school and you couldn't tie your shoes uh, hey corinne how you doing corinne how you doing good i'm at starbucks no 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 you want to say something on this yeah, come on, you're from Starbucks. Starbucks. Try the nitro cold brew. <laughs> say it again, say it again. Welcome to Starbucks. Try the nitro cold brew. <laughs> yeah, can I get can I get some endorsements here? Huh? Now nah, this is this is my good friend Corinne. She actually volunteers at our race. I'm I'm super excited to put on the uh, keep calm and run to the best you 5K and Starbucks is always there represented. Thank you, thank you, Corinne. So uh, where was I? I digress. Where was I? We were talking about. Uh, <laughs> Signing up for yeah. the half marathon. So, so <laughs> the positive motivation, here's the yes. thing, the peer pressure. peer pressure. Go to school and you don't know how to tie your shoes. Yep. And everybody else knows how to tie their shoes. So you got positive peer pressure <laughs> to, to make sure you learn how to tie your shoes, right? Um, so here's the deal. You went ahead and you signed up because of that reason right there. Because of yes. you seeing other people, you decided to go ahead and take that leap in August. But then you had a setback, a, yes. another setback, right? Yes. I say this almost all the time. In a movie, there's a normal person that be rises up and becomes a hero. And then they suffer a setback and they have to become a hero again. Um, what was that setback for you um, going into the final weeks of training? I got to a point where I just felt like I wasn't going to be able to do it. I felt like I just couldn't. There was no way that I was going to be able to run this 13.1 miles, be able to finish. And I had a lot of doubt in myself. 
and with a pep talk from you, you you know gave me the motivation that I needed to overcome my head telling me I couldn't. So this was going into the week where you were going to have to run your longest yes. training in preparation for this. Um, you came out to Tuesday's workout. And there was some, you know, we don't want to get into all the details, but there were some things that discouraged you yes. during that training. And so, so you got discouraged yes. and uh, I could tell. Yep. So I said, I need to make a phone call. We, yep. I got to get her on the phone and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And we just talked you through some things. Yes. And but what was special about that week is that it was a 14 mile run that was going to be had to be done on the weekend. Yes. But what was happening that weekend for you? We were scheduled to go away um, for a mini vacation, and I knew that there was no way I was going to get my 14 miles in on that Sunday. So I decided to wake up very early on Thursday before I had to be to work, and I decided to do my 14 miles before I got my day started. I mean, we're talking like, what What time was it? Five o'clock in the morning? Uh, five, yes. And you had to get your husband out of bed? Yep, I dragged him out of bed because he's my bodyguard. So he rode the bike and we went to the Atlantic City Boardwalk and we did it. Unbelievable. 14 miles before work. Typically, we like to save that stuff for the weekend because like you got off and things like that. So, so Katie had to go to work. And uh, did you feel amazing that day? I did, actually. I felt great. And I, after I did that 14 miles, I... There was not a doubt in my mind that I can finish the half. And what what ratio did you do during that training process? I actually did 30 seconds on and 30 seconds walk. And I did that for the first three miles. And then I went up to a minute and 30. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. You you had a great day at work. Yep. You uh, Was you sore? I was sore, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... That training, the the discipline that it took yep. to wake up that early and make sure you got it done, and it proved to you without a doubt in your mind that you can do it. Yes. That's amazing. Yep. That's amazing. And so now that takes us to the Atlantic City Expo. Was it worth it? Was it worth getting up for uh, f for something in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, doing that long run? Um, how was it for you showing up to the expo, picking up your packet? I wasn't really sure what to expect, and I walked in and I realized that they had everybody's name on the board that had signed up. And after a little while, we found our name, and I just had goosebumps, and it was just I couldn't believe that I was there at that time. And we uh, we actually had the opportunity to give a presentation from the platform. You got a chance to hear that, and it was nice seeing you and your family there to support you. And now take us to. Did you set your clothes out the night before? Did you set a playlist? What was happening? Take us through the night before leading into the race morning. Uh, the night before we had the expo and my husband cooked a good dinner. So we went home, ate dinner. I laid out my clothes, made sure I had my playlist ready, made sure my headphones were charged. And uh, I was a little anxious, I think. I was probably driving him crazy because I was kind of pacing. Um, and surprisingly, I actually slept really well and had everything all set so I didn't have to worry about getting it together in the morning. And in the morning, I felt really good. I was really excited. You know, sometimes I, we talk about the emotions that we feel when we line up to that starting line. 
there's a lot of emotions that goes through you. Uh, people listening to this podcast are getting a back, kind of like a a pull behind the curtains, as it were, to see what it was like for Katie going from September 2018 to October 2019 and seeing her journey, right? A lot of times people don't know all the stuff that goes into it leading up to that point. So when you actually standing at the starting line with that bib on, emotion starts to run through you like, man, it, it took me, I, I had to I had to go through so much to get here. How did that feel when you were in line? You just think of all the hard work that you put into and the things that you did give up and just there's it's, I can't even explain it. There's so many emotions going through your head and the adrenaline that you have on race day is something I probably have never experienced. So for me, it was pretty wild. Just the people there and that feeling and it just I still can't believe I did it. <laughs> so so here it is. Here it is. The gun goes off. And um, I'm, I'm going to re- back up just a little bit because on that 14 mile run, on that 14 mile run, uh, I was so proud of Katie for doing that. And when we met that night, she obviously she wasn't going to meet the group. I said, can you please give us a motivational quote that I could share with the group tonight? And basically, that's where the theme of this uh, podcast came from. As far in, in that quote, in, in that quote, Katie, uh, do you remember it by heart or no? I'm going to try to find it real quick. Give us a second. So that quote was, make sure your worst enemy doesn't live between your own two ears. And so how does that quote resonate? Why did you pick that quote for me to share with the group that night and take and and really think about the 14 miles you're lining up? You know, how does that quote resonate? I, in my mind, just thought that I couldn't, and I kept telling myself, I can't, I can't, I can't, and just with some motivation, I overcame that, and I did it. It just, you have to fight those thoughts in your head and just believe in yourself. Yes, you are worth it, right? Yes. You, you are capable. Yes. Not I can't, I yes. can, and how can I do this? What do I need to do? It's yep. all about making a plan to keep getting a strategy together because you can do anything if you set your mind to it and again have the right motivation and so now the gun goes off you're doing your 13.1 obviously it's not the easiest thing in the world you may have had had to get out of your own ears while you're doing this take me through how you were able to get through it you know um, your run, walk, run strategy, because I think we adjusted yours basically uh, to, to help you get through it. Right. Yeah. And then just just take me through how you got through it and then you how how you felt when the family was at the end. I had I felt great starting off. I kept with the mile pacer that I wanted to stay with. And then around mile six and a half, I started thinking oh my goodness this is really hard and I in my mind I just kept saying I got this and people because of my shirt they kept saying you got this you got this and just people around you cheering you on people I don't even know there were people lined up at throughout the whole race and just people cheering you on and I thought back to all that hard work and all those trainings and getting up there was a period where we got up at 4 30 in the morning and did our early mornings and I just think All of those thoughts just kept me going and just seeing family, friends, friends I didn't even know were coming. It just, 
it really, really just is an experience that is hard to explain. <laughs> let, me, let me say something, too. Uh, we got special team shirts that said, I got this across the front. And, you know, she, uh, Katie just mentioned it, you know, and I was asking the group members yesterday, when you were running that race, did you happen? To, I tell you to keep your head up and look out in the distance, but sometimes our head drops naturally. When you saw I got this, did that help you? It did. It really did. And even when people would see the shirts and say it, that goes through your mind and you're, yep, you're right. I got this. I got this. I worked so hard to get here and I'm going to do this. Energy boost, yeah. right? And so let, let, let's uh, full circle because we, we know we're going to uh, get you out of here soon. Um, your mom was my son's preschool teacher. Now he's in the fifth grade. And in class, they were talking about Shaylin helped my sister get across the line. Yes. Like, you, you know... How did that feel when you finally saw Coach and Coach Junior? When I saw them, of course, I had a really bad pain in my leg. And I'm like, I'm not sprinting. <laughs> but I just having them there and having Shaylin there and having you there and then seeing my family on the other side, I just it just pushed me to just finish. And that feeling crossing over, I would not have gotten there without the help of you, Shaylin was so cute being there, and my family on the other side, it really, it meant a lot. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we return, I'm going to blitz through some questions, and so, and then we'll say goodbye to Katie. Let's take a break. Hey, guys, I want to take a moment to tell you about Thrive Market. It's an online service that will deliver straight to your door nutrition based on your dietary needs. So if you are keto, they have keto type snacks. If you like Whole30, they have Whole30 approved salad dressings and ketchups and things of that nature. Being that I try to keep my nutrition real, if I go to the supermarket and look for a salad dressing, it's going to have all sorts of ingredients that I can't pronounce as well as sugar, high fructose corn syrup, soy as the main ingredients. You can avoid that by making a salad dressing yourself. However, that can get a little boring. But Primal Kitchen, which is one of Thrive Market's foods, they have some of the most amazing, delicious salad dressings made with organic avocado oils and nice natural herbs and spices into these salad dressings. You can get Thousand Island salad dressing. What I love is the ketchup. The ketchup is so delicious. I actually take it out to restaurants with me because it doesn't have all that stuff that I mentioned, like the high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So if you're ready to take your health to the next level and you want good, wholesome snacks and dressings for your foods, order from Thrive. In the description, I will leave a link to Thrive and you'll get $25 off your first purchase. Okay, welcome back. Now we're going to answer a question that I'm very proud to have received. The podcast has been reaching the masses. I couldn't wait for it to get on Apple Podcasts. Now it's here and we have such a, a, a big reach. 
we ask you guys to please continue to share our podcast on your favorite social media, your Facebook, Instagram, however, LinkedIn, whatever that you are on. Please share. You never know which one of your friends will be inspired by it. And we also encourage you to send in your questions to coachtadris at gmail.com. Okay. And here is a question from Erin Watson. She says, hi, Tadris. I have been really enjoying your podcast. My good friend, Dinah Scapatora recommended you. She and I are soulmates. We most definitely encourage and motivate each other. We both ran our first half marathon in March of 2019, and we're going for a full in 2020. I myself have been on a weight loss journey now, uh, my lifestyle for approximately three years. I have gone from a size 22 to size six. How's that sound, Katie? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, we still Congratulations. have. Yeah, we still have Katie here. Uh, she's going to help us with this. Uh, she's down 70 pounds. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, "I have fallen in love with running." <laughs> um, I, excuse me, uh, I think this might be spelled wrong, but um, a friend that utilizes the oh, she, okay, she has a friend that utilizes the run walk method. And it was the only way that she would agree to do a full. And it seems not intimidating to Aaron now. I am following a plan for a half that I am running in December. Then would like to transition to a run-walk method for the remaining plan to the full. Does that make sense? Also, this half that I am running is a challenge. So it's a 5K plus a half marathon totaling 16 miles. Yes. I am copying the plan now, and she sent me the plan, along with the dates for the full. Would you be able to guide me on how to get to the 16, then transition from the 16 to the full with the run-walk method? My magic mile is 9.03. I am looking, I'm looking forward to answering and, and having you clear up anything from, for me. I am so excited. And she put like six excla- exclamation yes. points showing she's that she's excited. she's very excited. Kind regards, Aaron Watson. So one of the things that for those that do not know, we have been incorporating the run, walk, run for uh, me, myself, since 2015. And then I started really teaching it to our participants in 2018. And there's no way that we found that more people are able to stick out the whole 12 weeks and not quit after four or five weeks when they found out they couldn't, you know, you know, our original plan is to help them run it nonstop. Right. And for anybody that runs nonstop, you know, no problem. Like I I love it. Right. However, the run, walk, run helps you to take strategic walk breaks. Don't wait until you get tired to start walking by then it's too late. So if you go into it and you know, you have a strategic plan, it helps you keep going longer and you the most the most important thing is that you are not hurt for a whole week and a half after you run a 13 mile run right so the magic mile is to go out and take a test see how fast you can do your mile in and then um so if she does a 903 for the magic mile her 5k pace will be 933 however over the course of um a half marathon it's her average pace for the mile would be 10 minutes and 56 seconds, which puts her at 60-30, running 60-30 the whole way. What do you think about that, Katie? I think that sounds like a good plan. And so so here it is. She's going to be 60-30. So I re- reached back out to Erin and I designed something. What we want to do is she has this race. I said, why wait until the half marathon is over to start incorporating the run, walk, run? Incorporate it now. Right. And so we got Katie here. Um, 
you're not as sore as you could have been taking that run walk run right Correct. Yeah, I actually feel pretty good. And you were stable like throughout the whole run? Yep. I had no problem. No, nothing was hurting. I had no blisters on my feet. I, I felt great. Now, now I will I will say, you know, to call you out on something, you know, to be totally honest, you said you were hurting towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> right. Your legs started to hurt just it a little bit. Pass. I did cramp up in my calf, which I've never had before. Right. Right. And, and so and so uh, we're going reason why I'm saying that is that. Um, her pain could have been a lot worse, yes. right? Oh, yeah. She would have never got to like it didn't start happening until like mile twelve or so, like that, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> and, and so some things, some things are out of our control. If you know, she's ne- Katie here never did a half marathon before, right? Listen, I sometimes even cramp up in the back half of the race. You know what I mean? The adrenaline of getting out there and being like super excited in the beginning could cause us to cramp up later on if we went out too fast. But the run, walk, run will help you to not do that. So, but the one thing that I wanted to say was uh, Aaron, you know, talked to us in our group she joined our seven day challenge and she actually put into our group that uh she reached out to a local running coach and he discouraged her from doing the 5k and the the half marathon all on the same day and uh made her feel like it wasn't possible however i gave her a plan what you want to do is you want to reverse engineer if you have a goal that like for example Aaron here has all she already has a base. She's already running 10 miles. So that's that's not that's not a problem. She already has a base. And so her race in December is seven weeks from now. So we reverse engineered. OK, run 14 miles like two weeks before the race, uh, run, you know, and, and we, we built something for her incorporating the run, walk, run. I said, don't wait until after that challenge. Start doing it now and you'll be able to breeze through that challenge. Yes. Yep. Um, so you have a shirt on, Katie. It says dream big. Yes. Okay, dream big. So how can Erin Watson, with what we just talked about, she had a dream of doing this challenge, but somebody almost discouraged her. Why should she dream big? Because she should believe in herself. If you have in your mind that you can do it, you're going to do it. And, And who else have we been able to help do a full marathon online? Danielle, who is our rock star of the group right now. <laughs> so everyone's hero. <laughs> yeah. And so and so if, if Danielle can do twenty six yes. miles and she in practice has not was not able to even do over twenty, yep. if she can do it, Aaron can do it too, right? Absolutely, yes. And so now we're gonna ask you, Katie, before we let you go, right? Um, I have a question from a member. Okay. And this is serious. Okay. This is serious. All right. Jamie Burke asked, how do you look so beautiful at the end of your race pictures? Ah, uh, makeup. <laughs> I love my makeup, girl. <laughs> so, so you have, if, guys, if you can see the smile Katie has on her face right now and that laughter she has, that's the smile that she has as she crosses the finish line. And Jamie's st- like, like, you know, how are you smiling afterwards? Because um, Jamie says that some of her pictures are just ugly. You know what I'm saying? Because, you, you know, I mean, she's putting that, that, that run in and, uh, you know, how are you able to still look so fresh? I think that I was so happy that I was almost done and just happy throughout. People, 
on the course, there's people cheering you on. How can you not smile at someone saying, you're doing great, you got this. I was, I don't know, I guess I was happy that day. Every pitcher, every pitcher, uh, every pitcher, Katie had that smile on her face, you know, the, the camera never caught her off guard. So congratulations to you. Um, what are you excited for today and in the future? I am excited to keep training and I am excited. We signed up for another half marathon. And after I get a few more half marathons, maybe I will actually try for a full. But I'm just excited to have these people in my life and they've really made a difference and I'm so happy and grateful for everybody. Well, listen, we thank you so much for being on the podcast. We, we're excited for you and your future goals. We're all here cheering you on. Guys, why don't you please email us, uh, connect with me to Dries Parker on Facebook. I will leave uh, how you spell my name in the show notes as well. Uh, connect with me. Send some messages as you are cheering Katie on and Chris Ballard and Jamie and whoever else I decide to have on the podcast. And I will make sure I will get those that love to them as well. Um, in conclusion, before we let you go, what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone that is thinking about starting their journey today? Do it today. Don't wait. Do it today. Believe in yourself and come join the fun. Very well said. Thank you so much again for listening to our podcast. Um, instead of me just hitting my conclusion um, button, I'm going to take time to thank our latest Patreon, Jen Burke. Thank you so much for becoming our second Patreon. Ed Brown is our first Patreon. And if you guys are listening to this podcast and enjoy the content that we're providing, a way that you can support these podcasts, our Facebook Live videos, is by going to patreon.com slash coach and become a supporter. You can do support as little as a dollar a month. We have different tiers. If you are a $35 a month participant, for example, you will be included into our accountability group for free. Um, you know, based on becoming that that Patreon for us. And we thank you so much in helping these shows to continue on. Uh, listen, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So create an amazing one with me and the Keep Common Run to the Best You crew. Thank you. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can receive notifications when new episodes are available. Please share this with your family and friends on your favorite social media platforms. If you would like to become a supporter of our show by becoming a Patreon to make a contribution, please visit patreon.com slash coach All Patreons will be mentioned in future episodes. So shout out to Ed Brown, our first Patreon. Visit runtothebestyou.com to grab our free nutritional guide, sign up to one of our seven-day challenges, or to sign up to one of our online training programs for you to be ready for any 5K, half marathon, marathon, it doesn't matter. Remember, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So create an amazing one, my friends. Have a great week.